This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 421, recorded on October 31st, 2019. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the Average Guy TV studios here in a, at least a brisk Bellevue, Nebraska. We've avoided the kids tonight. Mike, do you have many kids come by for Halloween there? Not a ton. Maybe a dozen, two dozen at the most. Okay. Halloween night, Mike Weger is out with his children. Uh, trick-or-treating tonight and uh, always a fun tradition i would uh, sometimes do that with my kids they're long gone mike yours are too so yeah. we kind of just get to sit back but uh, you know mike um, out with his younger kids of course we post the show not a lot of show notes tonight but i don't know if you're maybe a new listener we've been doing 100 percent transcripts now so if you want to go out and take a look at those in the show notes the average guy.tv slash and then hgg four two one for this as well don't forget you can join us on our mobile app some of you are out it's really the easiest way to stream it on the road it's just a single app android iphone it'll stream it from just about anywhere as long as you have some kind of connection you can get that homegadgetgeeks.com android iphone the big buttons right there you can just download it it's absolutely free we thank our patreon subscribers for that as well if you want to join in the conversation you can join our discord group the average slash discord and our facebook group the average slash facebook super easy to get in those groups as well. We want to thank Yoss last week who came on from next cloud and uh, did a bang up job. We'll have him back on. He was just a good, he was a good tech guy. And Mike, if you get a chance to go listen to that, I know you don't yeah. always, you don't always do, but you, you joined us a long time ago. We were talking about that. You would not stop or get off. In fact, well, let me, let me finish the sentence. You, you're an unraid guy. And so you brought a lot of that into our community. You're also a next cloud guy. Um, your, we did a home tech tips video on YouTube, you and me of that yeah. media, media Sonic, media Sonic box. Yep, still, still my number one video. I'm still <laughs> using those guys. They're hooked up to mine raid server. They're still uh, yeah. running. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good. I almost bought one. I did buy the media Sonic four bay external, right? So you can mm -hmm. just put the drives in. Right. And I'm using that for crypto on burst and all those other ones that we do. Those drives get so hot in that external bay. Yeah. So I don't know how much you're hitting them. Uh, a lot. Your, a so lot. That could be part yeah. of it. I removed yeah. the front cover to help with the flow a little bit, the airflow a little bit, but I don't hit mine really hard. Mine are connected for, um, I back up the podcast files to those because mm. my podcast files are insane. I got like four bay, right? It's four bay. And yeah. what, what drives do you have in there? How so in one of them, I have uh, four terabyte drives. And the other two, I have two terabyte drives. So um, was that uh, a 12 terabyte one mm -hmm. and then two six? Two, four, six, eight. Yeah. So 20, 20 terabytes total. Yeah. And I, I'm using that to back up my podcast files because I have like 13 terabyte of podcast files. You know, what the heck, Mike? But I, I record in a pretty high bit rate uh, for video and I actually double record the video. And then I keep the originals and plus I keep the edits. And so it, it adds up fast, but I don't yeah. want to back that stuff up to the cloud. So yeah. no, you don't, it's too much. Yeah, it's too <laughs> it's, much. It's just too, if you ever had to get it down, yeah. like, <laughs> it'd take you, so, take you yeah. a week. Now it's not the best backup plan because I'm backing it up to the same server, but different, different disc. But I figure, look, if I, 
if the place burns down, I lose those podcast files. I do have the edits that are up, you know, loaded up there. So, you know, I feel that's good enough. For everything else, I do back up to the cloud. But for those podcast files, I figure they're on the Unraid server, they're on the Mediasonic boxes. That's good enough for what I want. And do you, um, that's all on Unraid? Yeah. 4, 8, 12, 16 plus 2, 4, 6, 8, 16 plus 8, so 24. I think I said 20. And uh, and Ken is correcting me in the chat room. So, and so all of that is on Unraid. It's on Unraid as uh, you know. You can attach them as um, unassigned drives, so they're attached as unassigned drives. My actual Unraid server has seventy terabyte of storage, um, yeah. which I think as of today was fifty four percent used. So I, I've been yeah. able to get that down some. Yeah. Well, and and Yas last week was pretty like as we were talking. As I was just talking about some of the sample sizes of the drives that I've heard or the storage sizes that i've heard even he was like oh my gosh you guys are crazy <laughs> you know i was like yeah i've got i have 96 terabytes here you know i know you're you're close to 100 probably yeah. right so, and and yeah with those two yeah yeah. yeah 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 and and there's many more who have you know and yeah and he you know and in that world even in next cloud world i'm sure their customers especially when they're thinking about their Consumer customers like us were probably 10 terabytes or less in most cases, right? But he was pretty surprised. I saw a tweet from him earlier this week uh, that said, you know, the ex-home server guys or something like that. And and so when I mentioned that, he was pretty surprised. Um, good to have him on. If you missed 420, you might want to go back uh, and get that. It's a long one, uh, but you, you might want to spend some time doing that as well. Mike, I wanted to have you back on. You have been, we were talking a little bit about this in the pre-show, that you have been, I have known you now at least a decade, maybe mm -hmm. more, I think. We, you and I did some work together. I think we, I'm pretty sure we met through Home Server Show. We did, yep. And then started thinking of doing some podcasts on our own. Uh, I started Home Gadget, or I started Home Tech in that day. You, at not too long after started jpeg raw i did yeah. and at one point i even tried to entice you to come over to the average guy <laughs> tv network You're like nah i think i'm gonna do my own thing actually i'm really kind of glad you did your own thing just to be 100 percent honest that was what was best for you um back in the spring uh you know we we kind of followed you through you'd had some you'd had a a what would you call it on the back here a tumor so yeah, so it was what six and a half years ago. I think it was Father's it been that Day. long. Father's Day weekend. Whatever. When is that? In June. Yeah. Yeah. Six, yes. Yeah. yeah. Six June. years. Six mm -hmm. years ago, uh, I was diagnosed um, with what they call. It's extremely rare, but it's a blue nevi-like melanoma. And to, to give you an idea of how rare it was or is, when I went to Emory Hospital, and if you're from the Southeast, you know Emory. If you're not from the Southeast, Emory is a one of the premier hospitals here in the Southeast. Um, it's our John Hopkins, per, per se. But I went there to have, have it removed, uh, surgically removed, and um, the doctor there told me there's only been about, a, I think, 102 reported cases of this cancer in the history of recorded medical whatever. And he says, so there's not a lot of data on this. Emory has never seen a case before, but he said, I am 100% confident I can cut it all out of you. Because at that point, it was just on my head. They did lymph nodes, uh, removed them from my neck and from my shoulder. You know, one of the things they do is they take a shot all around the, the spot. And the spot was, was pretty big. Um, I forget the exact size, but it was 
measured in centimeters rather than millimeters to give you an idea. And yeah, usually so with pretty large. Yeah, usually with tumors they're measuring in millimeters. Maybe maybe like the size of the bottom of this can. Yeah, maybe? yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it was like four four centimeters by five centimeters, something like that. I don't know what the put that into Google and people can figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, but they but took a sh- take a shot of some kind of radioactive dye and imagine what are those bees when you're cutting the grass that come out of the ground and bite the crap out of you? Like a what wasp or like a hornet or yeah, a hornet. Hornet. Uh, imagine eight shot, at least the first eight of them being like a hornet thing. So boom, boom, boom. And eventually it numbs and do that. Yeah. That was to see where this, it, you know, if this was going to spread, where would it go? Yeah. And so it so, was a form of melanoma, right? Yeah. Okay. So they cut it all out. I think the surgery was six and a half hours and surgery was a complete success as far as we knew. And there was no follow-up treatment other than going to the dermatologist every six months. And I've been doing that um, for six plus years, going to the dermatologist every six months. So, you know, from that standpoint, it was completely successful. Take a drink. Um, then, do you want me to continue with the story? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, this is good. Good, good. Not everybody knows this, and you're a big part of the community, so keep going. This is good. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're part of my JPEG to Raw family, you, you and you've been with us for a while. You you know that because when I first came back from surgery, I was wearing a cap because it had no hair. And well, we had you on the show maybe once or twice yeah. with the cap with the cap yeah. on. And yeah, no, for yeah. sure, we checked in with you. So uh, I part of my um, company's policy: all the officers of the company have to get an annual physical. So I I went in May and got my physical, and I keep all my blood test results in a Google Doc spreadsheet. So. Every time I go, I got all, all those crazy little things they give you in your blood mm-hmm. test that you don't really know what it is. I keep all those. And um, the, 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 the guy who does the, the physical said, hey, your, your alkaline phosphates look a little high. You probably should talk to your regular doctor about what's causing that. So um, I went back and looked at my spreadsheet, and he was right. I had been running in the 60s and 70s, and the range, as far as the people who do my blood tests, you're, if you go to a different lab, it may be a little different. And I should preface this entire conversation with, I'm not a medical expert. If, yeah. I, say anyth- if I say anything wrong, I'm, not a, I'm an accountant, not yes. a medical right. expert. No, so, right yeah, we're And we're not that. dispensing medical advice yeah. or any of those kinds of things. <laughs> so I looked at the chart, and sure enough, I'm in the 60s to 80s for the last 10 years or whatever. And this was 147. So I was like, that is odd. So I had to go get a regular doctor because I don't have one. Mm. And um, he went and tested me a month later and I was at 175. Mm. So he then sent me to a blood specialist that was at Georgia Cancer Center. So that was the first alarming thing. Why am I going to a blood specialist at a cancer center? Just send me to a blood specialist. Right. and we go in there and she does some tests and we're waiting for those tests. And um, I then have I then have some episode that my side just started killing me on Friday night. So ah, I'll just sleep it off. And by Sunday, it was worse. So I went into the hospital and that's when I did a scan and found out, dude, you got spots everywhere. Mm. Uh, and then we did a biopsy on the liver and found that it was melanoma. So whatever happened here had slowly got somehow gotten to the bloodstream and over the years, had fi- you know found its home on my liver, and then decided to expand from there. Yeah. So ultimately, I have it on the liver, some ribs, uh, my left leg, um, the upper left leg, my right, my left shoulder, and my lower—I uh, think it's L1 on my lower back, and maybe a few other spots. Um, so, and my alkaline phosphates continue to to rise. And so, if you ever get uh, elevated 
alkaline phosphate number, it could be caused from a number of things. It could be caused from liver issues. It could be caused from bone issues. I think in my case, it was both. But let's say you have arthritis. You may naturally have a high number. Or if you break a bone or something like that happens, you could have a naturally high number that is not an issue that will, will go away or part of your, you know, mm-hmm. your overall, um, you know, arthritis or whatever. Mine was abnormal because I had not had it before and it was getting worse and worse. Um, so anyway, we did a, yeah. we did a PET scan and, and um, an MRI, did a head to toe PET scan and MRI to make sure it wasn't in the brain. How much well, fun was that? Those, the those MRI MRIs. is awful. They're terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I've terrible. never had one before. How long? How long was your MRI? A couple hours? Like it, no, it seemed like it was shorter than that. Yeah. Did, uh, they, I, did they give you earbuds and allow did. you to kind of choose the, the whatever radio station or whatever you want to listen to? They didn't music? put a radio in. No, they really. They, yeah, they just gave me the the ear stuff to try and block that. But it was like, oh, the whole time I'm laying there, I was like, what idiot thought of this as to like sound? Hit me with sound. Make this thing quiet. What what is happening here? <laughs> so I asked because the, the earplugs didn't seem to be. I'm sure no, they were doing a lot, no. but they didn't seem to be doing oh, enough. Yeah. It's loud in there. Yeah. It is super loud. Well, they the the gal that did my MRI was um, she piped in music and actually asked me, hey, like, do you want some country or 80s or? I mean, she was kind of like a DJ. And then I'm sure it was same. Well, it was same with you. They use those earbuds to tell you, okay, yeah. next one's coming up. And then, you know, this one's going to last two minutes. Yeah. And, and I actually, I have, cause I have some apnea problems too. I got so relaxed. I actually practiced some meditation techniques mm. while I was going through just to keep myself kind of calm. You know, they put a band over so I couldn't see anything. Cause that thing is like right there. It and is. I'm super claustrophobic. I just had to close my eyes. <laughs> oh my God. So, but it was really great that she kept like, okay, two minutes, you're doing great. You know, we'll be back in here and you know, you'll be fine. You're coming out or whatever. But they piped in music, so you didn't get any music, huh? I didn't get any music. Oh, no, they, you're right. They were able to talk to me through it, but yeah, there yeah. was there was no music, and um, no, oh, it's too bad. That was awful. Now, the, in the, I tell you, the 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 PET scan is is fine. That's yeah. the tube is a little bit um, bigger, where you you know you're not like right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I generally close my eyes on that one too. They do as part of the PET scan. They do um, hook you up with an IV and give you radioactive sugar. Mm. As part of that, which mm-hmm. is, you know, whatever it doesn't, you don't really feel it. It, it, helps, uh, it helps enhance the image. It right? does. It does. Mind. The half-life is like 112 minutes. So they let it spread throughout your body. Then they do the scan and, you know, and within no time. How yeah. fast that stuff can get through. Like when you think about how fast your circulatory system works to get, yeah. like they put it in within half an hour. Yeah. Spread out throughout your body. Yeah. Like, that, is, that is crazy. That's crazy. So uh, the the treatment that you know if so this is what what this is is melanoma, it's stage four melanoma, um, and you know with any stage four cancer it's it's a serious thing. Yeah, very serious. Yeah, very serious because uh, that, that stage four basically means it's spread from its original location, uh, which is a serious thing. So one of the, you've probably heard about these things. One of the things that is advancing in uh, cancer treatment is something called immunotherapy. And that is what I'm receiving, um, the amino therapy. And it's two drugs. The first four treatments are two drugs. It's Updevo and Yervoy. Uh, one of them helps your system find the cancer. The other one helps your system attack the cancer. Mm-hmm. So think about what's going on in your body right now, Jim, is you got little warrior T cells going all around your body. And if it finds anything it doesn't like, bam, it attacks it. And that's your immune system. It's, it's killing everything it can. 
Sometimes it needs a little help. Sometimes it does all this on its own. Unfortunately, with a lot of cancers is when your, your, your T cell comes up to it, the cancer goes, no, no, I'm good. I'm a good cell. Leave me alone. And, the, and then your T cell moves on and goes somewhere else. Mm. With immunotherapy, at least the one I'm receiving, it ignores those things. It mm. says, I don't care what you say. I'm killing you. Mm. Um, the downside is it may say that to your lungs, to your eyes, mm. to your liver, to anything else. You know, anything could say I'm good. And this is going to say I don't care. Mm -hmm. um, so in a lot of cases, immunotherapy has less side effects than chemotherapy, but it could have many of the same ones. And some, you know, just like with chemotherapy, many of them could be life-threatening. You could go blind. You can develop type one diabetes. You could, um, you know, have trouble breathing because it attacks your lungs, mm -hmm. but those are fortunately more rare. The more common side effects are, um, fatigue and, We'll come back to fatigue in just a second. Fatigue, flu-like symptoms, um, stomach issues, you know, just a general not feeling well, and, and a few others. Um, the fatigue is something I wasn't prepared for. If you, I don't know if you remember a video I did, Jim, last June, so June 2018, where I put out three pallets of sod on my own. Mm -hmm. I had no idea how much three pallets of sod was till it was dropped in my driveway. Yeah. And I, I said, what the heck have I got myself into? I only have one day off from work. I got to go to work tomorrow. And I worked all day to eight o'clock at night putting that sod out. And um, it was one of the hardest things I did. And at the end of the night, I was wiped out. Yeah. And every muscle in my body was sore. I go to bed. I wake up the next day. I'm ready to go. I could go, other than being physically sore, I can go to work. I can go for a walk. I can cut the ground, anything I wanted to do. If I took some Advil, I could, you know, get rid of some of the soreness, but I was good to go. With this fatigue, it is a, something I've never experienced before. I went to Lowe's to get two things, birdseed and a filter for my, um, my refrigerator, water filter for my refrigerator. Um, and, that, you know, go right in. I know right what these things are. I'm in Lowe's maybe 10 minutes, including the checkout and everything else. I get home. I need a two-hour nap. Mm. I am wiped out. It's, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's insane. Well, your body's going through just a ton, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's, you're, you're battling the drugs, you're battling the cancer, you're, you know, in, in yeah. your case also, you know, you've lost, for anybody listening to the audio, you have lost a ton of weight, which has had some good, I think probably some good health consequences on yeah. some other things, but it's still, that's still a lot for the body to take. Yeah, my, my um, diabetes doctor thinks I'm the best patient he's ever had. It's like, so, you are so good at sticking to your, because I haven't told him, you are so good at sticking to your diet. I've never seen anybody do this good. And I said, I know, Doc. <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And yeah, cholesterol is probably down. Cholesterol is great. Well, yeah. Right. Your blood pressure is good. So yeah. you've got, you're showing some good health signs there. I think, you know, you're dealing with fatigue. You tech. Tech-wise, you kind of had to put your show on hold, right? I mean, JP to Raw, cancel, did. hold. What are, what are you doing there? Well, you, you know, what does the future hold? I don't know. Um, the problem right now, is, and even tonight, uh, I don't know what day-to-day -day how I'm going to feel. Right. And even intraday. So I can start the morning off feeling well. And then by the afternoon, just feeling awful. Uh, I can feel awful one day and then the next day not feel as bad. So, you know, yesterday I felt just awful. Couldn't even make it to work. So I have been going to work almost all, I think yesterday was the second day I've missed that wasn't a treatment day. I do miss treatment days because those are, yeah, long um, right. long how long days. does it, how long does it take for a treatment? They're pumping these 
drugs right into your body. Yeah. Is that what so doing? when I was receiving the two drugs, which was every three weeks, that was um, 30 minutes for the first drug, a 30 minute holding period to make sure I didn't react to it. Yeah. And then a 90 minute for the second one. Now that sounds like, okay, that's not, that's not that long. And it's but, seven out by nine. Yeah, but it's it's not, not like no. you get you get in <laughs> yeah, and the clock right. starts immediately. Right. You know, you got to see the doctor, you got to do this. So I was generally there four to six hours, yeah. and I'm getting there at nine, and I'm generally getting out around two ish or something like that. Um, now with with the with the one drug, and tomorrow I have my second treatment, second treatment of the one drug. So step back, the four treatments of Optivo and Yervoy. What the the plan is is after you do those four treatments, you then go down to just Optivo uh, every two weeks or every four weeks, depending on the dosage they want to give you. Uh, and that can go on indefinitely. Right now, the plan is for a year, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the, the fortunate thing there is that's only a 30-minute dosage. So I'm there maybe two hours total. Mm-hmm. Um, and I last time I did go into work, but by the afternoon, I was like, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have come in. So tomorrow, it's it's a day-by-day decision. Yeah. Uh, the you, reason- you had you had said to me, you know, we ch- I checked in last night. How you're yeah. feeling? You're like, well, today's been terrible. Let's check tomorrow. I was fully ready to do a solo podcast tonight. Mike was gone, and so I was fully ready. I had some things kind of set up just in case. So I'm one. I'm glad you made it, but yeah. it was one of those things we were kind of checking throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, and and that's part of why I've paused at least. You know, if it's not a permanent thing, is at least a pause on JPEG to Raw because I can't guarantee anything. You know, I could tell Tim, my co-host, I'm good to go. And by showtime, I'm not good to go. Yeah. Um, the, one of the... Go ahead. Have you... Have, have What kind of listener feedback? Have I mean, how has your audience responded to this? Because certainly, I mean, your audience is probably the same size, maybe a little bit larger than mine. And that's significant, right? Mm-hmm. And from... Then that's pretty passionate. You've been doing this for a while. They know you pretty well. How's how's that audience responded? So what I did whenever this came out is I went into our Facebook group and I said, hey, look, here's what's happening. I handed over the group to one of our admins and said, Gina's going to be managing the group indefinitely. And uh, I'm not going to do any more updates in the group because I want the group to be photography. And I'm not going to be doing but just one update through the podcast itself. But if you want to keep up with me and what's going on, follow me and, you know, friend me or follow me on Facebook and I'll do it on my personal um, page. So yeah, I'm do, I do that, you know, basically anytime there's news, I'll post something about that. And I do get, you know, some good response and I Mm. get people who, you know, respond to me directly to maybe they don't want to ask questions openly. I'm pretty open. If you want to ask a question, you know, I'm pretty open to answer, to answer any question. Um, But yeah, I've I've appreciated that about you. I asked you tonight pre-show, Hey, is anything off limits? And you're like, no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. open to to talk about anything, Mike. When you were going through those treatments, any technology that you noticed in that that you just kind of went, oh, you know, there's there's a lot of technology that kind of goes into this. Or did you use? I mean, certainly you're sitting there. For, I'd go nuts, like yeah. just sitting there waiting for that. Anything that you used tech gadget wise to kind of keep you occupied while you were going through the the treatments? So I, you know, obviously bring my phone, and I either will watch. Um, videos on YouTube videos while I'm doing it. Or sometimes I just want to lay back and relax. You know, you're there for a while and I'll listen to Pandora or something like that. So that's really the only tech there. You know, the, the tech from them is is pretty rudimentary. You're basically really? just, just you're basically just, just sticking an, an IV. Right? Yeah, you're yeah. just sticking an IV and hooking up a bag. They hook, you know, they, those little machines that they hook it up to that they, you know, say 30 minutes and it figures out the dosage. That's not really high tech anymore. Yeah. So there's not a lot going on there. 
Um, one thing when you come go on, go in as often as I do now, you get to know like the entire team. So yeah. I know them by name. I walk in the receptionist Scott. Say, hey Scott, you know I know that another guy who has a Fitbit, and I'll tell him, hey, can you put my Fitbit on while you're walking around so I can get some steps. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's super great because <laughs> i'm gonna be sitting here for four hours if you could just wear my fitbit just, well, i'm gonna put this in your pocket and yeah. uh, just give it back to me when i'm done <laughs> that's super great you had yeah. been mike you'd been you'd kind of been losing some weight and getting kind of healthy again uh when this hit how did yeah. that feel like how'd you feel when it was like, you, you know, and I, I kind of asked this question. Let me, let me be honest. Like yeah. we're not going to necessarily talk a lot of tech tonight. I'm kind of talking to the listener at this point. Um, one of my goals just to catch up with you. You're a super important part of the community and you've been around for a long time and you're my friend and we've met several times and home service show meetups and all those other kinds of things. And so one is just to kind of catch up, but, but two is, um, my audience tends to be 35 to 55 white males. It's kind of like us, right? We're mm -hmm. in that, we're all in that boat. And I want, I want other men, maybe women too, to kind of hear the story just kind of from you. Cause I think it's important. We're in the spot where these kinds of things are important. So Mike, how did you feel when you got that news? You had been, you had lost a bunch of weight already. 85, 85 pounds on my own. Yeah. Yeah, by by exercising and walking, I was watching you on Diet, Facebook. Yeah. You'd you'd post, you know, hey, I got this three mile walk in. You'd gone out. I was super proud of you, by the way. Well, I, mean, I love the walking. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like, wow, you're really you were losing, and I was gaining, and I'm, <laughs> I've stopped that since then. But um, how did that? How did you feel when you got that initial news? And you're like, dang it, I was like, I was getting healthy. How did that feel? Very disappointed because you know. Um, I was getting healthy. I was, you know, walking quite a bit. And I love the walking. You know, we have a great walking trail around here. I love that. I was looking forward because I always had an idea of I need to lose more weight and maybe I'll even start running. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not big into running, but I felt like at, at least at first I knew I was. I was too heavy to run. I would have damaged myself. Yeah. But I was wanting to get into the weight range where I had the option. If I wanted to do some running, I could do some running. And um, losing that you know, that option uh, and, and and having this setback was very discouraging. And I would tell you that the first time the weather got nice here, which was, what, three weeks ago or so, mm -hmm. when the, it started to feel a little bit like fall, it was just beautiful here. I decided, all right, I am going to go out and I am going to walk just a little bit, uh, maybe a quarter of a mile. And who can't do a quarter of a mile? Walk a quarter of a mile and that's it. And I, when as soon as I start to feel any kind of, you know, weakness, I'm done, I'm going to come back. Because our trail is, you know, whatever I walk, I got to walk back. There's, there's no, you can't get a car there. So if I walk a mile, I got to walk a mile back. So you got to, right. you got to right. keep yeah, the walk you back. Be really, <laughs> or go in circles or something. Right? Yeah. 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 So the, the, what happened though was my left leg, which is one of the places I have a spot, um, started to just absolutely kill me that night. Mm -hmm. It was a pain where the Advil, so Advil typically can help me out work. And, you know, it makes me feel not quite as bad. Mm -hmm. It makes some of the pain, it takes the edge off the pain. And that's really all I, I need, uh, but it did nothing. So I took, uh, I do have Percocet. They gave me Percocet, but I tried to stay off of that. I took two Percocet and that helped a little bit. And then six hours later, I took two more Percocet and that helped quite a bit. The pain went away for, for while I was on the Percocet. But if you ever taken Percocet, it has side effects of its own. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that. So I'm sitting there and I start scratching my nose. I go, what? 
why, what, what's happening? And then my leg starts itching. And so I'm itching everywhere. I'm hot as can be. I, I can't have any covers on me. I'm hot. I am wired. I cannot go to sleep at all. And so I finally decided to pick up my phone and look up what are the side effects of, of Percocet. Percocet. And it's itchy. It's uh, body heat. And it's, you know, you can either be super drowsy or wired and all those things. I said, ah, okay, Percocet's not going to work. I can't live like this. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, I guess that was too much walking from, from a leg right now. Yeah. And if you, if you want to know, you know, where, where's the pain, if I have pain, uh, it would be my left leg, my left shoulder and my lower back. Most of the time, it's not all three at the same time. And most of the time it's not too bad. The pain has not really been the issue. You you did a couple. You did these four treatments, right? Yeah. And of two drugs, and then they they checked again. And how are the results from that check? So, um, immunotherapy does not work for everyone. Mm-hmm. And in my case, when they do a PET scan, it tells them it tells them one thing. It doesn't tell them the size of the tumor. It tells them uh, some kind of activity level. They have a term for it, but how active or how hot the tumor is. And in all but one of my tumors, the activity level came down which is good, but it did not come down as much as we had hoped. And we had actually hoped that some of the tumors would have gone away um, because I had, you know, my, the Emory doctor told me only half the people can take all four treatments, mm. that half the people have to back out before the fourth treatment. Wow. So you, you, you made that number. Yeah, I made yeah. all four and yet it still didn't do as much. Right. So I went back to the Emory. So I, I look at the Emory doctor as the expert and I go to him when I need an expert opinion. So I go and back to him and he says, look, here's what we're going to do. We're going to stick with plan A, which is those four treatments and then the, the single treatment for at least a year until that stops working. So we'll do a scan every three months or so. And at some point when the tumors start to grow, we'll say, all right, plan A is not working. We'll move to whatever plan B will be. Um, and that's oh. the figure out down the road. Is, is surgery ever in in play at this point to remove them or is it too small or how, how does that work? They've never mentioned that as a, as a possibility. Uh, I know yeah, when they I'm were doing, yeah, I'm not a doctor. Just I ask know it. when they were doing the liver biopsy. Yeah. Uh, so when they do a liver biopsy, one, they dead you. So I, I didn't really feel anything, uh-huh. but the person said, so we're going to stick this needle in you and then we're going to stick this other thing inside the needle to pull out yep. something. Yep. But the needles are pretty small. I said, hold on a second. If you're sticking a needle inside of a needle to grab something and pull it out, that can't be small. <laughs> in, in, in my terms of what you're going to jab me with, that's not small. It is still so, pretty small. But, yeah. So I didn't yeah. look, but yeah. they had me hooked up to a um, CT scan or something so you can uh-huh. see it like virtually. Uh-huh. And I told the guy, I said, as long as you're there, just get pull all the spots out. <laughs> and he goes, I wish it was that easy. I know. You know I, I, I can't know. do that. It, it is an area I wish we'd get nanotechnology on. And I, and I think in the future, hopefully, if we can, if we can hold this planet together, um, hopefully in the future, we would, we would release these nanobots, you know, to go in and they would be smart enough to find it and confirm it and then begin to remove it, right? In, in that kind of way. I, I, you know, there's a, it's a lot more complicated. I mean, cancer's very, very small. Yeah, in a lot of places, and you got it. You know, you got it in a lot, and who knows the ramifications of removing it that way as well. But um, so they did a. They went in and did a liver biopsy. Yeah, right? and that's where they found out what it was. Okay. Yeah. Because one of the even with melanoma, they got they have to determine 
there's like markers or, or mutations of the melanoma and they need to know which mutation it is yeah. to determine. Because if it wasn't a certain mutation, then this wouldn't be the treatment they would prescribe. They would prescribe something else. Um, is it a pretty common form? I mean, I'm sure you've done all this research. So is it was what you have pretty common, less common? How, how does that how does that you know, That I don't know. I know the Emory doctor said that they're going to start a some kind of documentation on me because look, I'm the first one at Emory to have had that blue nevi melanoma. Mm. And now, you know, how do you get melanoma inside of you? It's as far as I know, it had to be on the outside of you at some yeah. point. Yeah. So we all think that it came from that thing. And even though we got clear margins and got it out, that it must have gotten to the bloodstream and it's just taken this long. Yeah. So, you know, I am I am a patient that made it six years from the original one and now got this. And so they, you know, they they want to start. You know, I'm going to be data point number one, I guess. Yeah, um, if, doesn't if help they, me. No, well, I mean, others may benefit from your yeah from your experience. If when you'd had that removed from your from your head from your skull, yeah. if they had said to you in a preemptive strike, we're going to put you through these four treatments just to make sure we clear the body. Would you have, would you have said yes to that? You think from yeah, a preemptive I would, strike? Any, anything they said now, uh, the immunotherapy I'm, treat, I'm going to receive now wasn't there then. Yeah. Okay. So, but they yeah. might've said chemo or something like that. Right. Right. I, I would have done whatever they told me to do. Is the new treatment a response to chemo? In other words, because when, when you started this, I thought you were going through chemo and you were like, no, 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 no. This is not chemotherapy. This is a, this is a new kind of treatment. Is this in a response? Because chemo is... Equally as hard, right? For people. I mean, it's basically we're radiating you to death, right? And trying to kill everything. Is this in response to that? I think it's because with some cancers, the chemo has not been, chemo in some cases is almost as damaging as the treatment itself. So I I think that they're trying to find other things. You know, if you can harness your own body to fight these things, you know, that's kind of the holy grail. But what they don't know is why it works in some people and why it doesn't work in the other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like with Alex Trebek, who's going through pancreatic cancer, which is probably one of the worst ones you can yeah, get. Yeah, it's and it's hard. That has almost a zero percent recovery. Right. I mean, success rate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, and I'm not a huge fan or or whatever, but I feel for anybody who has it. Um, unfortunately, you know, within months we'll probably be hearing about him passing away mm. um, because pancreatic cancer is just so awful. I mean, is, Steve Jobs. Is he, Steve is he Jobs still? Yeah, Steve Jobs. He tried to eat uh, carrots to get to overcome that one. He waited too long. Yeah. Do you think? Um, is Alex Trebek still recording Jeopardy at this point? Boys? I don't know. I don't know if he is okay. or not. Okay. Neither I know they've they got a lot in the bag where they recorded a lot, you know, okay. in the bag. So I, I didn't realize I didn't realize he had pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's when he came out and said he's okay. in near remission. Yeah. He came out at one point and said he's in near remission. I said, I don't know what near remission is. That's like I'm almost pregnant. You're either in remission or you're not in remission. Yeah. And it's good to keep your spirits up. You know, that's good for him to keep his spirits up, but you got to be careful that you don't give false hope to other people. Because yeah. if you're if you're suffering from pancreatic cancer, you may have gone back to your doctor and say, "What the heck? Give me what Alex is getting." Right. And you know what Alex is getting is probably what you're getting, and and it's not going to work out. Uh, and my, you know, the earlier you can detect some of the things, and that's what Alex is talking about now. The earlier you can detect cancer, the more likely you are going to be able to beat it. Um, and that's where a lot of the advances have come in. The, the advances of treating it once it reaches like my stage, we still haven't made a lot of progress. The advances of, of finding it early has helped out. In my case, I was still going to the dermatologist. So there was nothing externally. Yeah. And this guy does a very thorough review of my skin. And he doesn't wear gloves. And when I get done, I got to go home and take a shower. 
because I smell like him then. But he, he does a he does a very <laughs> thorough job. <laughs> and the, the I would tell you that the Thursday before oh. I found out about this yeah. was the last time I saw him. And he goes, you're doing so great. We're going to move to once a year. I, oh. I don't need to see you, but once a year. But it was the blood work that, right? It was the blood right. work that showed things were yeah. up. So there really wasn't much way to catch that any earlier, right? I mean, they, the, the markers for they were watching for were in your blood work. Yeah. If you'd had blood work every six months, maybe they would have caught it six months sooner, right? But yeah. the spreadsheet, I, by the way, I love that idea. I may start doing that myself of grabbing those numbers and putting them in a spreadsheet because I do probably what you did, which is like, yeah, okay, good enough. Or I just wait for the doctor to call me. Do I need to yeah. do something different, you know? And and um, so good, good for you there. But it may not, early catching of this may not have been possible. I don't know. If I were, so I had had a blood test from the diabetes doctor in February. Yeah. So this, so from February, I had a, a fairly normal alkaline phosphate. And then in May, when I had the um, the, the physical, that's when it was elevated. That's when it was elevated. So yeah. I'd gone from like 80 something, low 80s to 147 in that period of time. Something must have triggered it, right? Or it reached it, a critical yeah. mass or something, something. right? Because, yeah. you know, physically, I didn't feel any different. I did not feel anything physically. Yeah. So I would yeah. tell you from a, from a tech perspective. So where I yeah. go from here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that's got me concerned, so let's not to be morbid, but let's go down a scenario where this eventually gets me. Yeah. Well, we're all let's terminal, say, by the way, we're, yeah. we're all terminal and some just when, right? Yeah. I have a fairly, for, for my family, at least a fairly yeah. complex network here uh, with, you know, do they care about my raid server? No. Is it, Overly complex where they're not going to be able to use it. Yeah, they're, they're probably not going to be able to use it. Um, my PFSense router, I'm going to, I can train my son with it so that he can at least get it going back. But if like the hard drive crashes or the PC crashes, he's not going to know what to do. Right. And then the internet's down forever. So one of the things I've done, you know, I've been working at Waffles for 30 years. And one of the things I've done for them as I make this booklet for them is I've, I've tasked different experts at work and say, hey, will you do this in this case? So I know many of our IT guys there, it's like, hey, Matt, will you, if anything happens, will you help my family out with, with these IT questions? Hey, Marianne, will you help out with tax questions? Hey, so-and-so, will you help out legal questions? And so I'm building that database or that table for them that I'm gonna have printed out in on a USB stick that they can refer to if they need that. Now, you know, we all hope that, that won't, we won't get to that, but, one of the things that having time does is you can start to prepare. Yeah. 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 Now, you know, some, some I, I'll tell you another thing. Some people have asked, you know, because uh, with cancer, you can go through depression and that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have never been depressed about the future. I've never been depressed about, you know, what does tomorrow bring? The only time I get some depression is when I'm laying in bed on a Saturday at two in the afternoon. It's beautiful outside. Mm -hmm. And I am feeling like crap. And I go through spurts of where I'm just freezing cold. And I try not to take medicine when I'm at home. because I'm trying to, you know, keep off Advil as much as I can, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So I'll just let it run its course. But I may be freezing cold under three blankets for five hours. Mm -hmm. And I'm laying there in bed, looking outside at the, you know, beautiful nights outside, knowing I'm going to get zero done this weekend, nothing mm -hmm. around the house, mm -hmm. nothing on the podcast. And that does get to you some, mentally sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um the future, it'll be what it's going to be. I don't, I don't get too concerned about that. But the feeling bad, the fatigue, and knowing 
you know, I've, I've resigned myself to what I can and can't do. Mm. And I, I've got to live within those parameters, at least for now. What are you doing about passwords? For, passwords. For- so, so, those yeah. so I, I'm putting those into uh, onto the USB stick and I'm putting them and I'm also printing them out so they'll have those. Okay. So, yeah. And then all the major sites that we go to, yeah. um, some of them require two-factor authentication. So I got to give them that information too. Right. Yeah. Off your phone or something, right? I mean, it really is like we, we kind of created a pretty complex and, you know, the, the folks that have, have passed in my family and my wife's family have all been fairly elderly who didn't use technology. Yeah. So there wasn't, you know, we're Mike, you, you and I, I mean, we grew up in the eighties and we were the first, sorry, millennials. We were the first on this, all this technology. So we've really embedded it in all of our stuff. I've used, you know, I'm beginning to use the last pass feature where I can, I'm on premium. Mm -hmm. So I can have an account where my wife can get access. Could she do that today? It's probably not set up right. Like that's one of those kinds of things like, okay, I should, I need to kind of practice this and and go through it and make sure that's going to be, that's going to be my plan. I've said this on the show before I have back on the shelf. Sarah hates it when I call this, but it's like a little death book that like has all our insurance policies in it. So if something were to happen to me, Hey, everything we have from a life insurance perspective is here or the kids or whatever, right. Is here. Uh, to be able to do that. That's how I've kind of, uh, I've done that. You probably have a different financial strategy. Are you fairly confident she could get access to whatever you need to do financially so that would continue to go on? Because I'm, I'm sure it's fairly technical. Well, you know, with the passwords I've got for her, yeah, she could get yeah. in there. The, you know, um, one of the things with investments is, you know, my form of investing. So I have, you know, stock at Waffles. There's nothing she can do with that. You know, if I were to pass away, they'd eventually pay that out. She wouldn't maybe know what to do with all that money. Um, But the the other money we have invested in stocks and and stuff like that, the problem with that is, let's say I own to AT&T because it's got a great dividend. Five years from now, you may not want to own that stock. So any, no matter what I think about an investment today, Right. Five years from now, 10 years from now, that may totally change. And so that's one of the trusting someone with money is a l- very difficult yeah. because I can, I can, you know, trust this person to give my wife, my family tax advice. I can trust this person to give legal advice. You know, I know these people, I've been knowing these people for 20 years. I know these people can do that. But to tell anybody, hey, can you help my wife manage her, the money? I, that's that's really tough. Who do you trust with yeah. money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right on. And you've you've kind of always been a guy who you you were a self made guy, and you like you did a lot of things yourself. Like I, you goes back to the very beginning, you know, of the show when I said, you know, I invited you. I, I really wanted you to be a part of the Average Guy Network. I thought it would be a great match. We were good friends. I was like, yeah, come come and join the network. And in those days, you're like, nope, I'm, I, well, you thought about it. You were super kind. You were like, uh, I thought about it, but no, I think I'm going to do my own thing. And I was a little disappointed for a second. I also said, I'm really glad you did that. I know you're very particular about the way you like things. And I, I wouldn't have wanted to be that one that have to answer those questions. So you, you made the right call. But yeah, I think that is, that is difficult as we think about the future, whether that's a week from now or or 10 years from now or 30 years from now that th- th- those are always concerns in there yeah of kind of thinking through what what do we do with kind of the stuff we had have you have you simplified anything at all as you think about 
like I just need to make my life a little less complicated. Have you have you bought any new services or any new technology services? Yeah, you, you kind of mentioned your router. I I switched to a Bitdefender box just because it's drop dead simple. Um, you know, I'm not in that. I'm, I'm not in that, but it keeps me from like PF Sense is like I'm super busy at work and I don't know if I want to troubleshoot this thing. Have you simplified anything technology? You no, know, unfortunately, I've, I have not. You know, uh, if anything, you know, now we have ring cameras everywhere. Uh, my wife knows how to use those. Uh, you know, I've bought even more technology over, over the years. So, you know, you like the Unraid server. They can just turn that off. Um, the only yeah. thing it, the, for me, what it does is it, it, you know, all the PCs back up to it. I have files on there that I use quite often. For them, they could care less. You mm -hmm. know, they, they'll care whenever their hard drive crashed and they don't know yeah. how to get it recovered. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, well, in, in some regards, maybe maybe a state, you know, it's gonna it's it would get it would get stuck in an estate sale or something like that, right? Because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't mean anything to them. John says in chat, I have a thing called an ice binder, ICE in case of emergency. That's good. The bad thing is we haven't filled <laughs> we haven't filled it out yet, which is one of those things. Like you know, you're like, hey, um, those those plans are great, but you do need to put something in them. And then Andrew says. Uh, John, my boss has an envelope to open the event. I get hit by a bus. I should probably update its contents. I think that's, I think, and it's, it's situations like this, you know, two years ago when I was diagnosed with some prostate issues, and at one point they thought it was cancer, is cancerous as well. And prostate cancer is pretty easy to beat. It's not melanoma, right? It's a, it, if it gets out, it's, it's deadly, right. but, but um, contained to the prostate, it's pretty treatable. And I had some, I mean, I had some real thoughts about, okay. Like I need to get some, I got it. I better get some things in order. And I think that is a good, you know, that is one of those things. And I don't think Mike, and you, you're pretty reasonable. So I'll run this mm -hmm. by you. I don't think it has to be a morbid thing. Right. And no. I don't think it has to be a sad, depressing, depressing um, uh, item where you kind of mope through it. And like, you know, but I think it's a reality. I mentioned we're all hundred percent terminal. Like at some yeah. point this is going to happen. Um, has that, has that caused you to be more reflective on some of those things that of the future that may be shorter than, than you thought they might be? Uh, in, in some ways. Yeah. Um, that's a hard, yeah. that's too hard of a question. You can totally blow that no, off. No, no, that's, that's not too hard. I'm just trying to think. I, yeah. Cause I, when I first got the thing on my head and then when I got this, yeah. I thought maybe I'll become a better photographer cause I'm more in tune with my emotions. <laughs> And I, that has never materialized. <laughs> uh, I'm still the same crappy photographer I was before. <laughs> oh, you're pretty good. Um, you're pretty but, good. But no, you know, I guess it, it, it friendships has made me yeah. you know, reflect on that friendship more. It's made me also think, you know, at, at work, there's some things I want to get done. You know, one of, if I look over my 30-year career at Waffle House, there's lots of things that I've done that I'm proud of. Um, many of those have kind of become... The norm, like, you know, over a 30 year career, there's not too many people who I work with today that I worked with 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, my entire accounting staff, none of them were there. A lot of them have only been hired in the last five years. So, a lot of the things that I developed over that time frame, they know no different. Mm -hmm. They don't know that, you know, this is this way because Mike developed it. That's just the way it is. So, there's a lot of things that I've done that I feel proud of that are, you can't say is a Mike legacy because everybody just thinks it's the way it is. Um, but one thing I am proud of that's recent and that I was very nervous that if anything happened to me, this would just die, but it's turned the curve and now has really got some legs to it. And I know that even if something happens to me, we'll, it will march on. And I definitely 
it'll be my legacy there uh, is we've started, I started uh, probably three years ago, a BI group, a business intelligence group, an analytics group. Mm -hmm. And at first, when I say I started a group, it was me working nights and weekends. We, we bought a program called ClickSense from, um, from the, the people called Click. And your top three data analytics programs is Power BI from Microsoft, mm -hmm. Tableau, which is now from Salesforce, mm -hmm. and Click. And uh, we like Click the, the best. And um, so for two years, for uh, about a year and a half, it was just me doing it at home, trying to convince people this is something we need to be doing and making no headway until I got a couple other people. One, I drafted one of my accountants. I told him, you're doing this now. <laughs> and, then, and then a couple guys in finance who, who saw, hey, this might be good. And uh, it's really grown to where like tomorrow we have it every Friday, two to four, we have a, a session on, on analytics. Tomorrow we'll have a full packed room where you got to bring in extra chairs for people who want to learn it and, and become better at it. So I know that it now has legs cool. to where it will continue no matter what. And, and even more importantly, the higher ups now see the value in it. Now. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's great. It does. It does. I think bring whether, like I said, whether it's a year or ten years or thirty years, you don't know. Like you, yeah. you, you don't know what's ahead. That's. Um, there are some things I think, at least for me, it got me thinking of uh, a little bit shorter term, of like, oh, oh, okay, well, what if I do have just two years left on the planet, yeah. or what if I've got five years left? How am I? You know, what's going to be different? And. I kind of responded a little bit like you did, which was like, well, there's a, I mean, there's things I can do about it, but it's going to take its course. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I've, a, listen, I, I've appreciated, I've wanted to have you back on just to talk this through. Cause I think it's really, really important. One, wanted to see again, like it was like, okay, we haven't, we haven't had a chance to yeah. connect. Just, I want to see how you're doing, but I, I don't know, you know, you don't know, like when you talk about friends, you're like, how many more times am I going to get Mike Howard back on this podcast? It could be one. It could be 10. You know, we may be laughing about this, uh, you know, a decade from now. And that would be saying, awesome. Well, well <laughs> you know, um, yeah. uh, that was anything. So what, what would you, what do you tell? So, you know, what do you tell people now? Any advice that you would give? Just anything, any lessons learned or advice that you give as you've gone through this? Have you pulled any of those kind of nuggets out where you're like, people need to know this? Any of that? If you don't have one, that's fine. But well, uh, want to know, give you a chance. The, I was like I said before, the earlier you can find some of these things, the better. So, if you have somebody, I think John earlier was saying something. He wouldn't know if his numbers were out of whack, or you, know, you can still be in the normal and see it rise. And I think it's important to track your numbers. And if you do see something coming out of whack, you know, talk to your doctor about it. Yeah. Um, because mine's melanoma, you know, some specific things. Go into a, a um, Dermatologist is one of the easiest doctor appointments you can go to. Even if they find something on you, you know, they can generally it's going to be small. They can cut it out. They can freeze it off, whatever else. It's not that bad. And most of the time, they're not going to find anything. So you go once or twice a year and you, and you get that covered. Uh, had I done that from the beginning, maybe this would have been smaller and, and it, this wouldn't have happened. But if you, if you, you know, guys are terrible at going to the doctor. I am too. I don't want to go. Um, but if, if something odd is happening, you know, get it checked out. And yeah, you know, it could be something that you need to deal with, but it's sooner you get it dealt with, the better. Um, I, you know, talking about retirement, I think that's where you're hitting on a minute ago, mm -hmm. talking about retirement. Mm -hmm. So early in my career at Waffle House, there was a, the guy who was over IT. He was one of those guys, I, I liked him. He was a great guy. 
Um, but he had already got as much money as he wanted to retire. But he was, what a lot of people do is just one more year, just one more year, because you got one more year of money. Just one more year. He went out to play, he was in great shape, went out to play racquetball during lunch, had a massive heart attack at lunch and died. So he never got to retire. So I never wanted to be that guy. Um, for me, financially, I'm probably two years away from being able to retire. Now, if I pass away, life insurance, my, parent, my wife would get, you know, I'm probably there now. Mm -hmm. um, but if, if not, you know, so if I could, if I can stay healthy, I'd like to work another two more years. But if, if you know, if things deteriorate, I would probably stop sooner. Mm -hmm. um, we'll go yeah. with that. Somebody asked if I shoot black and white for photography. I do sometimes. You were saying but, more reflect. You, you were saying you were getting more yeah. reflective. You know how black and white is kind of reflective. So okay. Yeah. Uh, if it, I don't know if that was a, if that was around well, what you said. No, what, it was around. You were saying I don't know if I've gotten more reflective. You know, some people when this happens they get more reflective, and I, I think Andrew yeah. was kind of you know when photographers are getting reflective they start shooting in black and white. Do you do you think um, have you made or you're feeling like you're making any short term gadget? purchases because you're like, screw it. I'm just like, I don't know. So I'm just going to buy the most expensive iPhone or, but no, sorry, that wouldn't have been you, but no. <laughs> that would not have been me. <laughs> sorry. Freudian slip, the most expensive Android, whatever. Have you, have you had that? Have you had that temptation? Cause listen, I did like when I thought maybe I had prostate cancer, there was a couple times in there where I was like, well, screw it. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to be. I'm going to, I want to treat myself. Damn it. You know, I'm going to yeah. uh, like, have you had, have you struggled with that at all? No, you know, I, almost the opposite is I almost don't feel like spending money on me. Mm. You know, yeah. Uh, I did, we did buy a Roomba when the last time that uh, Amazon had one of those sales or whatever, and we got yeah. a good deal in Roomba. So it's time I'm getting my you know, uh, my cancer treatment, and I'll sit there and I'll tell the lady, "Hold on a second, I need to vacuum the house." And I'll, <laughs> I'll push the button, and I go, oh, "Man, this is hard work, but you know, somebody's got to do it." Um, That's so great. Yeah, it is great. It is great. Yeah. That Roomba works pretty good. Yeah. Um, so the, outside of that, no, I've been more yeah. of a not yeah. spend the money on me. Yeah. Uh, I did one of the things I did is I accelerated paying the house. And okay. we've we've now paid the house off, so my oh, wife wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I poured a lot of uh, of our extra money into getting that done. Uh, I think I that's a that. good call. John says thanks, Mike, for sharing this. Joe says super great content, guys. And and you know, one of the things I've I've and Joe says guilty of not seeing the doctor yeah. often enough. That's what he was saying. Um, one of the things I've appreciated, and one of the things I was going to do tonight, if you couldn't make it, was kind of a an appreciation show a little bit, just kind of tell listeners how much I appreciate them. But one of those things I've appreciated about the, the, the listeners for home gadget geeks is it doesn't have to be tech a hundred percent of the time and that the community matters more than anything. We spent a little time on Twitter this week. Uh, yeah, Tony's been really good about reminiscing. He's been throwing up pictures, right? You were, I think you were, were you? Yeah, in I was in one of those pictures, man. I was heavy back then. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, and you're a hundred, how much total have you lost since then? 130 pounds. That's great. I mean, yeah. good for you. I mean, it hasn't been easy by the no, way. No, no, all of it's been easy. None of that's been easy. Um, uh, half of that probably through diet and exercise, the other half as you've been uh, working, uh, working through the situation. Mm -hmm. But I've always appreciated the fact that the audience here is sophisticated enough that they're, they're like, I don't, I can do a week like this. And they're like, whoa, this isn't tech. You know, I, I'm getting terrible YouTube comments and some of those kinds of things. So, so if you're listening to this right now, uh, thanks for getting to the end and thanks for 
kind of being a faithful 421. Maybe you haven't listened to all of them. I'd, it'd be interesting to know how many did. How many How many episodes do you have at JPEG to Raw, Mike? I think we stopped somewhere around 234. Okay. So, yeah. you know, you kind of wonder, has anybody listened to all 234? Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure there has, right? Um, I'm sure you got some. Maybe you, maybe you, uh, you're listening right now. You've listened to all of those. But I appreciate that. They've given me great freedom to do that as a community. We've spent a lot of time, you know, I'm thinking of Tim and John and mm-hmm. all the Johns that have been there. Kevin, uh, Tony, I uh, think, you know, about Joe and the chat room. Andrew, who's been around for a long time. Ken, who was in here a little bit earlier. He's driving home now. You know, I'm sure I left the name out, but Mike, I think for me in thinking about you and why it was so important to have you on the show is because this is this is bigger than technology and phones and gadgets and unranged, even unranged servers. I know that you find that hard to believe, but it's even yeah, bigger. Yeah, no, than, I would agree with you. It's bigger than that, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, I mean, the show is bigger than that. Oh, it's, okay. It's, the show is bigger than that in the sense that we have a great community. Mm-hmm. And so I just, Mike, I appreciate you taking the hour to hang out with me. How are you feeling? Feel, feel I, you didn't say it when, when we started, when we were talking before pre-show, you said it's never better or good. It's just degrees of, of bad. Yeah. So, yeah. so has it gotten any, any, any worse since you've been on the show or how are you feeling? Uh, when we're done, I'm going to bed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, the, the chills haven't come back. So that's, that's yeah, always good. good. Uh, and as long as I'm sitting here, not moving too much, I'm not feeling the pain in the leg, but yeah. I can definitely tell that okay. I'm, you know, I wear down, but you know, it's, it's a good conversation to have, you know, hopefully no one listening to this ever has to deal with something like this, but I would say that, you know, if, if you listen to this afterwards and you have questions for me, maybe you are going through something yourself or a loved one is, you know, feel free to reach out to me at JPEG, uh, podcast at jpegderall.com. I will, I don't check every day anymore, but I will, when I check, I'll try and respond to you. I, I don't mind any questions. If you ask me money questions, I might not answer that. Mm-hmm. I can give you some ballpark stuff on how much some of this stuff costs. It's in, insanely expensive, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, hopefully you have good insurance. And I will say that, check your insurance. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have good insurance because mm-hmm. uh, cancer can hit you at any age. If you're in your 20s and you think I, I'm unstoppable, yeah. unfortunately it can hit you there, can hit you as you get older. I think it's like 30 plus percent of people eventually get some form of cancer. Yeah. And uh, the treatments are insanely expensive. They are. They are. Um, you need to be ready. Sarah took out a separate policy just on me, just yeah. for that. And we don't have any cancer in the family, but you never know, right? We, there's a little prostate scare with me. Andrew says, tech can be a time sink. I should spend less time with computers and more time with my family. And I think that's a good yeah. I think that's a good thing to take away, right? I think that it recentered when I when I went through this time, and I'm not out of the woods, by the way. But when I went through this time, uh, it kind of recentered me and reset some priorities. I'm sure, Mike, it did for you mm-hmm. in a, in a few things, right? You're probably spending as much time as you can with family and kids and some of those kinds of things when right. that time is available. You're choosing that over watching TV or whatever, right? So, yeah, good. Well, hang tight for uh, yep. one second. Just a couple of reminders. One, if you want to join us in the Facebook group, facebook.com slash or uh, the average guy.tv slash Facebook. Discord is the same way. The average guy, average guy.tv slash Discord. If you want to send me an email, Jim at the average guy.tv will get you there as well. If this is the first time you listen to the show, well, thanks for making it all the way to the end. I appreciate it. Uh, it was riveting enough. We don't do this every week. And kind of some actually, sometimes I wish we did. Because uh, sometimes the tech can be kind of boring. We have some great, we have some great uh, guests on here um, that do that as well. But 
If you've made it all the way to the end, thanks for doing that. The Average Guy.TV platform hosted by Maple Grove Partners gets secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. Of course, you know Christian, if you've been listening to Cyber Frontiers. He and I have both been insanely busy and not, and not able to get to a show, but we will, Cyber Frontiers. Uh, thank you for doing that. Check out those plans. Hosting plans start as little as 10 bucks. maplegrovepartners.com. Don't forget to download the app, homegadgetgeeks.com. We appreciate you doing that as well, Mike. Thanks again for doing that. Yeah, thanks we'll for be back. Me. You bet. It's great, great having you. And uh, we'll be back next Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. We'll get an update from Uyghur. And uh, he and Uyghur and I. And then we got a whole host of things coming up. Uh, Rich Hay is coming back. Um, I got Life Door coming on. I guess get that one done. Aaron Lawrence is coming back. Uh, we've got uh, just a whole bunch of great shows between now and Christmas. So you want to tune in if you haven't done that. With that, we'll say goodnight. Good night. Good night.